soon as you're done eating chips. I'm just kidding. <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. Then we'll never start. Chip larp. <laughs> All right, ready? Welcome to 321 Leon Podcast. Next level nerds. LARPing Podcast. Uh, we are part of Next Level Nerd, where the opinions are so good, they ought to be facts. Today with me is my best friends in the whole LARPiverse, <laughs> Evan Ruby <laughs> and Joe Gaffney. What's up? Yo. Today we are going to talk about our recent LARPing exploits. Uh, we had a pretty long break, in my opinion. Yeah, it was a long break. Two, three months or so, at least. So yeah, we all went to the Frontier Dawn event, uh, which was a lot of fun. It seemed like everybody uh, was rested from the break and ready to go full into it. So that was great. And Joe got to play the alpha of Weird, a post-apocalyptic LARP, uh, which we did a show on a few episodes ago. So check out that episode. And uh, if you're in the Delaware, southeastern PA, New Jersey area, uh, check them out on Facebook and get involved. Uh, sounds like they got something really cool going on there. So we're going to talk about that today and just kind of catch up on what we've been doing. So who wants to kick it off? Well, I should talk about Frontier Dawn since we've been talking a lot about weird. We maybe did two episodes about it. <laughs> True. We do end up talking a lot about Frontier Dawn. It's a great game. Sword and Sorcery in southeastern Pennsylvania. Part of the nonprofit uh, Eternal Pizza Party Productions, for those of you who don't know. Check them out online, FrontierDonLarp.com, and uh, on Facebook especially. After a summer break, uh, we went right back into it, and it was pretty a pretty cool event for me, uh, at least. Um, sort of, I think mostly by coincidence, not much of my undoing. Uh, the plot centered around my character's chosen race, and uh, also got a higher list, I believe as they're called, typically. Yeah. Right. Advanced class, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think, well, you got Paragon for your character race. And mm-hmm. then you got, yeah, title list for your chosen profession or skill tree. Yeah. Which, the whole race thing, I don't know that I knew that was coming necessarily. You didn't know. <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> at all. You were pretty um, shocked. They had, yeah, they had uh, talked about having them. Was that like the beginning of this year or so, mm-hmm. or beginning of this season at least? You know, the staff had not released much information, like not really details about how it would be released. Just that it had something to do with your chosen race for your character and the lore and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, some plot had been leading up to working with the native orcs of the land we're exploring, and that was uh, laid on pretty heavily this event. So, um, lots of good plot and mods in my opinion at least um also written by <laughs> peter rooney our friend uh, also getting a lot of play on this podcast but it's a good guy doing good work so yeah. well deserved <laughs> evan what did you think being an, a not orc but somewhat orc adjacent <laughs> no i thought it was all great stuff um i like the all the mods were like central around these different spirits that the orcs worshiped and they all had their own little different tasks we had to do and but they're all still connected you know it was, it's cool to see all that come together and then 
but have a little variety with each one. Like it just wasn't the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Spiced. Yeah, it's staff did a great job of creating different mods and different environments and kind of simulating different experiences as we explored these like temples and ruins. So that was cool. It wasn't just show up to a place and fight a thing or whatever, you know. I got spider webs in my horns. So. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else was mentioning that how the uh, the spider web effect as we were trying to cleanse the spider spirit. Um, was both like awesome and horrible at the same time. Like, because <laughs> it felt it was cool that it kind of felt like real spider webs, but then it was you were stuck and covered in real spider webs. <laughs> I think the next day somebody was like, "You got spider webs on your shield still." <laughs> All right. For those who don't know, Joe played a pretty crucial role. He was the um, dethroned emperor of the orcs. Yeah, staging a coup or something, you know. <laughs> you got cooed or you're recooing i don't know yeah <laughs> it was a good event you wrote some of the plot too right yeah i mean Pete worked together a lot of it like based off of his ideas about like how the spirits are work in conjunction with the kind of vibe that we were going with and in correlation with other um races and kingdoms in the old world that also have you know their own pantheon of spiritual animals or whatever um so there's a little play back and forth with that which is pretty cool to work on i mean i think i think most of the mods they went off really well it's always like a rough start friday night especially i think because we've been off like we haven't Mm. had a game we had to cancel one because of rain and then i don't remember what the other one i guess it's been a while i think we like took a break or something well there's a wasn't one for June, and there was a party in July, and August got yeah. canceled. Yeah, right. So that's been a little rough to like. And, and the biggest thing is with yeah, those is like you gear up <laughs> for like a specific event, and then you're like, "We're not doing it." And it's like, "Well, shit," uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, so it probably like didn't seem. I don't know if it didn't seem like we we tried our best to like up the ante a little bit as far as. Uh, how things went this past event but you know because we had been like off or whatever but it was a little hard to do that because it's not like we were all actually off like we were working on stuff but that stuff isn't going to come to light now it's going to come to light later so right but yeah yeah i think it seemed well received by anyone going on we even had you know a bit of not so great weather during the event rain and humidity but nothing you know that spoiled too much fun, in my opinion. No, it kind of kind of cooled it off. Um, it was actually it was really humid. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I had to wear that suit <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, it was really cool to play like the character I was playing. I really do as a uh, a person who has like you know, Brazilian heritage or whatever, and just like working on those themes of the Mayans and the Aztecs in a in in a way that like was like honorable to like those um cultures um we definitely like did a lot of our research and a lot of it was heavily based on that um you know with our own twists in the game and like how they would work in the game but uh sure that was a lot of fun yeah a lot of the kingdoms and races have influence of real world cultures right yeah definitely and uh 
we flesh them out with our own a little bit of our own ideas but you know the familiarity of like things that people already know a little bit about helps kind of like ground the game in a in a reality that players can grasp pretty quickly and go along with and understand rather than just being like something like super foreign that like like what (laughs) sure although that stuff is cool too and that stuff exists in the game it's just not like i get the bigger parts of the game are all kind of influenced in some way or another whether seen or unseen (laughs) (laughs) yeah no, it was it was fun to play the 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 deposed emperor who was like trying to take back his like kingdom from basically his his brother had like taken the throne um and was working like with evil magic so hmm. that's really cool i don't know how much i should like give away <laughs> <laughs> it's over now right <laughs> it is over now but come to the game and find out no shit <laughs> There was one point someone was like, what if this guy here is actually the baddie and he's <laughs> tricking us to take over his brother who's a good guy? <laughs> We're just going along with it. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, I don't think that's it. <laughs> you won't know. And we won't know. If it were just Joe writing the plot, I'd say that, but not Pete. <laughs> not the metagame. <laughs> no, <Nah>, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, that is probably more of a thing that I would do than Pete would do. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Any favorite moments, Evan? We had a lot of new players. That was cool, huh? Oh, yeah. It's always fun seeing new people. And I think it's a lot easier to get into role playing and staying in your own character when you can start off with, so what brings you here? And that way you're talking about the game and like why they're here and their motivations and getting to know them. And you can say, well, yeah, that's why I came here, blah, blah, blah. And so it's easier to do that and get like a conversation and get to know somebody rather than maybe when we started, we were kind of waiting around for someone to say that to us, I guess. (laughs) Not that people do, but uh, you know, now that we're pretty established in the game and everything, it's, you know, a lot easier to go up to people and tell them what's going on. We have, you know, somewhat of an idea of what's going on around town (laughs) yeah and more stories now it's been over a year right yeah the hardest part now is remembering what all happened in the chronological order (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah even this year has been pretty packed uh with the themes of trying to like travel and meet different cultures or whatnot uh the native inhabitants of the land we're exploring yeah, one character actually came back. He hasn't been back since, like, November, I think. And he wanted to know what's been going on. It took me a while to put all the pieces back together. Yeah. You guys, like, have fun doing that, like, introducing people. I know it's, like, become kind of, like, an aspect of our game. A lot of people, like, come in and welcome them. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure. I, I think Evan and I even talked about that. Like, do we need, like, an official welcome crew? Actually, what's going to bring right? up to the um, <laughs> council... Maybe I'll do it on the forums or something. Because I would think someone from town ought to be there to meet people when they land <laughs> and like show them to town. Yeah, or defend the boats. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> uh, That's your test, man. You can't make it to the town. We don't want to. <laughs> there, there you go. We'll survive yeah. along anyway. Useless. Died on uh, the way to town. Right, Drunk but uh, you know, I'm just some schlub in town mostly. <laughs> 
<laughs> I did get deputized this event, which is kind of. Oh, uh, really? I didn't. Yeah, know. Um, Yoshi is gonna take. He's making some task force to do something, and so I'm gonna be the uh, archpriest deputy. Oh. And um, Mr. Man over here. <laughs> uh, Basil felt it was good to have all the different um, like specializations, specializations yeah, here. of spirit represented in the council. So now we have hallowed primal and sanus. Mm, nice. Yeah, I like getting to know people because I'm always interested, especially if they uh, have come up with some kind of character and backstory and put some effort into their costuming and and what like and whatnot like that it's just half the fun for me is seeing what other people come up with and who else we can interact with in this world or whatever um like i said we had a lot of new people and they all had done a good job of you know putting together good kits and getting into their roles and like i kept saying unless you asked or knew you would not have known that it was their first not only their first event but some of them their first larp ever so that was kind of cool again it's just kind of i don't know luck or whatever <laughs> a lot of good players in this community and yeah and i think players and staff you know? I, I think i always see like people what? inspiring other people to uh, up their game you know up the ante whether it's crafting or role play um right and it's something we always push for, like even like opening ceremonies or whatever. This event, we were like, remind each other to be in game and stuff like that. It's not because people necessarily haven't been in game, but it's definitely something we want to keep centered and focused, like in sort the event, of, you know. Right, as sort of what's important to happen in game from the game runners. You want to, yeah let it be known or else it won't be known. And you always have those like issues like um, at a LARP where, you know, some NPC comes into town and says like something to like four people. And then those four people like, okay, okay. And they don't like tell anybody else. You know what I mean? Like it happens. It's just, the, it's just the nature of the beast. But, you know, I think, I think at our game, you know, like you said, like if she's going around, he's gathering a crew, he's telling people about things. And I think there's our, there's a lot of players at our game who do that kind of thing too. Um, whether it's welcoming new players or um, spreading the word about things that are going on. Um, but it's, it's important because, you know, as staff, we rely on players to inform each other of things so that, like, when something happens, like, it doesn't just happen, like, out of the blue. Like, we put a lot of planning into, you know, even little nuanced things. And, like, we're introducing things in the mechanics and ideas that you know they're going to come up later on and if you're not paying attention to them like <laughs> character's probably going to die <laughs> <laughs> there you go a little tip for anyone listening well it's like the that was like the stomp mechanic i was know? just thinking of that yeah the, you know, the, uh, where you know you can't stop the the giant beast from stomping the person to death uh, you have to like pick up the person's body or you have to like push them out of the way or you know to like stop them from getting smushed or whatever and that was something that like mm. didn't t- take players like too long but there's other stuff like that in the game that especially like this last event which I'm not going to say but there were mechanics that we introduced that will come into play later <laughs> mm. I wasn't paying attention oh no <laughs> I don't think you guys are there for the mod 
So that uh, might be a hint to people, mm-hmm. but yeah. <laughs> there you go. Insider insider tips from three, two, one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just saying, you know, so much else is going on that sometimes it's hard to get keep track of everything. Um, oh yeah. That's just because it's a lot of cool stuff going on and a lot of, especially this event. I was going to say too, um, a lot of like backstory and lore. It's just like almost every mod had something if you were paying attention or asked, you know. Yeah. And there was some I, I was kind of lucky. I went and took pictures, um, on my NPC shift, and there was a lot of like dwarf lore, um, which I knew a little bit because I had thought about playing a dwarf at one point. Um, and I just was there, kind of taking pictures and watching, and overheard the conversation. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then obviously with the orcs, there was kind of a ton <laughs> dropped and it was a little bit like i didn't know how much to totally share or talk with people about um because again it it was also like there was so much i was like oh geez did i remember everything i was like pretty sure this is what he said <laughs> i said it more in game than that but i was like so if anything is uh any false information spread by the or about the orcs is probably my fault <laughs> and actually you and i Joe, talked a lot because you were playing that orc and i was trying to like pull out as much info as i could <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job of not just being like this is how it is <laughs> and you were just like well, long time ago or yeah i've seen it yeah, yeah it's kind of like that you know like a real person would they wouldn't have the you know wiki knowledge necessarily offhand yeah <laughs> yeah there were a couple of times when we were like in the in the one i think it was the spider's temple you guys were talking about where like i went up to the wall and i'm like I don't recognize this story. <laughs> you know, like there were a couple of people who caught on to it. Like maybe like this guy doesn't know everything about his people that he thought that he knew, you know, maybe the history books have been like altered or whatever. Um, mm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like that stuff really does like add to a character. who's like more grounded and that stuff that like me and Pete worked on specifically to like give the character a little more, real feel than rather like you said just being a wikipedia mm-hmm. of like much yeah. like well in the year <laughs> <laughs> right it's just that npc where you select yeah. which topic you want the information yeah. from <laughs> and at the end it said did you get all that yes no and you say no repeats it verbatim <laughs> stop you sometimes that would be nice but <laughs> wait slow down <laughs> so no yeah it was pretty cool um and it was it was kind of like one of those things where it was like that would not have been what I guessed maybe about learning about some of the st- stuff of the orcs, but then like thinking about it and some of the stuff that's like online, you know, on a website about the lore, I was like, oh yeah, it does all kind of make sense and add up now, you know. Um, and it was interesting because it was kind of like a, I don't know, not like a different direction for my character, but he had kind of this, you know, paladin-ish path that I was kind of going on and following and that was mostly all I focused on, um, but now this is kind of like a whole, it's not a totally like 180, but it's a little different yeah. aspect to him, you know. And I was kind of given, a, I guess I'd call it maybe role play cues, or at least, you know, if you're told by Marshall, like, you feel this thing, like, or this is how you're feeling now after this experience. Which, I, I don't know, I like that stuff. Um, I don't necessarily like to be force-fed, which I don't think I was, but no, no. to be given no. some like... A little bit of direction this yeah it's some direction and opportunity to try out something and have whatever the lore 
spread or a different uh you want it to be appealing you know to other players that might be interested in it or whatever yeah because i think you were given the instruction like if you got your paragon thing that like you just you feel great and that was like mm-hmm. take it how you will like do you feel like you know you could have you could have been like i'm the greatest <laughs> like i'm the greatest or, you know could have been like prideful about it or or boastful mm-hmm. or you know this that and the other and you know or it could have been like humbled by like the experience and you know like you, you could take that as you will um which i think it's sure. cool one of my favorite moments as a character was uh another player <laughs> while well, we were like using this the eagle spirit totem to like fly um mm-hmm. they're like are you doing this or like is this the power of your god and i was like it's the power of my god like your gods don't like give you the ability to fly, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess they are puny gods. <laughs> and the person's nice. face was like, maybe I do worship the wrong gods. Had <laughs> some cool Wormkin stuff going on. I was excited about. We've been doing that last few events. It's been kind of building. Yeah, that stuff's cool. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> do they say this in the staff meetings so like joe you cannot say this on the podcast <laughs> or you just gotta discern that yourself i don't even know <laughs> both <laughs> no I, I i try not to share like anything i mean that i think wouldn't players wouldn't already know i think that's like yeah yeah the, i can be hype about it can't I? <laughs> you can be hyped. <laughs> yeah it was kind of uh i don't know if this is intentional timing it must have been i mean you guys run the game so <laughs> the what part of our town had been stranded and had to like walk back from where they teleported basically short version and they show back in the town and then this thing came attacking the wormkin like at the same time and it was like all right, no time for hellos and hey, like we're getting attacked. Get your sword out. <laughs> but the town just snapped right to it. Like, like it wasn't even a second thought. Like, oh, what's going on? What are we doing? Like, they just came nice. to help, help out and defend everybody. Yeah, and that was a really cool fight. Yeah, they were stuck in the swamps as of the mission that they went on, and uh, they couldn't get back because player lost their ability to uh <laughs> channel their power through the laystone. Was well, that an exit strategy? Yeah, they didn't have one, so they were trying to build a road. Hard. Well did they I mean, you don't have to tell us since we weren't there, but I thought it was they eventually did teleport back, right? They didn't actually walk. Right? Yeah, they teleported back. Yeah. <laughs> There's a thing when people first showed up there was an argument where they gone three days or three months. And I don't know if that was just nobody was told how to role play it accurately or everybody was sort of told two different things. And that was the whole point, like the magic or whatever was weird. And uh, it was, I thought it was interesting um, when, when they first started saying it, I was like, yeah. Uh, and so that was kind of fun to just role play and like try to convince people like no you've been for, ac- for accuracy <laughs> like, we've been looking sake, for you i would say that they believe they've been gone for three days everybody else right. believes they've been gone for three months okay right that's what i thought it was how it was supposed to yeah be playing off um, which is kind of funny um 
because then we were just sort of not debating but we were like just made it interesting you know (laughs) yeah although we were told like like we were gone for three months what have you guys been doing (laughs) nice somebody made a joke uh, because you know we all got to do our in between game actions and they were like what you just gave up and went mining (laughs) okay Okay, man, we still got a town to run here. Yeah. I mean, you guys left, so we decided to run things ourselves. That would have been a great yeah. opportunity to overthrow the council just because they I said there. that multiple uh, times. Well, we made those jokes, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> you guys are out. We're taking over. <laughs> so we just, we you were on, Neptune. So we decided to establish a new council in your in your stead. Um, yes. And since you can't explain to us where you've been, <laughs> council rules. You're under arrest. You're no uh, I thought the funnier joke was they've been gone for three months and we haven't had any problems. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did say that a couple of times. I was like, you guys are gone. Things were fine. You show up. We start getting attacked. There were a lot of bobbins that were missing. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, I was glad to be back. Um, and to see everybody, of course, I guess. I guess. <laughs> also even more recently a new eternal pizza party productions incorporated larp yeah got to run their alpha it's like it's i had like zero break in between it was like work on frontier dawn stuff so i was like working on all the props and stuff for that for the last event and then the next week is is weird and i'm like oh i gotta get all this stuff done i wanted to make props for my kids because my two boys were gonna come Mm-hmm. Which was a really cool experience to like get them into LARPing. It was like Parker's LARP before, but Brighton has not really taken the dip, <laughs> so to speak. Other than a sort of stand-in, right? Non-combat character. Yeah, he's sort of like dabbled, but he hasn't really... He played a sacrifice. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we saved him. Or a not sacrifice. Yeah. Potential sacrifice. Yeah. Cool, yeah. What the, What'd they think? They had a great time. Um, I had a great time. It was a really cool event. Even though it was in alpha, there was a little bit of plot going on. Okay. We started as our, our characters got dropped into this like Thunderdome slash Running Man fight to survive uh, arena in the in one of the cities in the game that mm-hmm. kind of like hates all weird people. <laughs> So like they're, they're much more like natural human. Uh, don't like, you know, the different. Interesting. The lupine or the Ordovicians or, you know, this the Sawan characters, and those races. Mm. So sort of like hate the wastelanders, and all, all of our characters are supposed to be wastelanders living out in the outside of like the major cities. Like we've left them for whatever reason. So, like, we all got, like, you know, hooded and black, you know, hoods and dragged in this mm-hmm. arena and made the fight. It was a test. So, like, most, I think every class and race in the game was represented by at least one person. Mm-hmm. Parker played uh, an occultist, which, like, uses the magic of, like, the weird to do like high dps but like he has like low health so he's like a really powerful glass cannon and like by the end of the game because we were testing like multiple levels of the game like he was just 
one-shotting NPCs, like, points or whatever. Like, his character was just, like, really powerful. Um, And I want to say that he was the only occultist at the the event. But he he was, like, he was using two guns. Like, he was, like, he had his gun that shot, like, magic, which you think, and then he had his normal gun, which shot, like, shot, like, regular, like, bullets and ammunition. That was my question. They use, like, spell packets or just weapons or... Both or with the occultists, like you choose your bond weapon. Um, so you could choose like a bow and arrow and then like shoot like magical arrows, or you could like choose a sword and slice magical damage. Um, or you could use like which it was kind of like unclear, like that you could use like a gun. (laughs) So I was just like, well, Mm. that's what you wanted to do. So just like I just I just messaged, uh, the staff and and pete um and they were like you know what like we want to test it out so like they tested it out and i think they thought it was pretty cool they worked a way into it to like make it balance, balance it or whatever and they're still going to make some tweaks like after the event or whatever to see like how it how it falls and how it worked out and then my youngest son played a gunslinger and him and another player from that we play with yeah they both played gunslingers and it was funny because they were not dressed the exact same way but very similar yeah i thought that when i'm looking at the pictures <laughs> uh, i think i missed that. and uh, they were both from the i believe they were both from the same place so it, it was pretty cool to see like the interpretations and actually brighton uh picked out a lot of his costuming like he picked out his like black with like a lighter shade of like dark gray than the black like it was just like tinted a little bit different it was like paisley patterned and then he wore this like sparkling like i don't know let's say a sparkling it sounds weird but it looked like he was wearing this like diamond like dust like vest it was really cool actually and it didn't like it didn't look goofy it actually made him look like more badass like he was just like a really rich like cool. like he got rich from from gunslinging in the waist like <laughs> like don't mess with this kid he's good and that was kind of his whole thing was mm-hmm. like he was like his he was willie the kid you know play on billy the kid and uh character from a tv show called westworld uh that's right so he's kind of like the kid in cool. the kid in black like ruthless character and he didn't play it up too much but uh because I don't, you can't like hurt other players in the game. Like they kind of like turn that off. They don't want PvP really. So to discourage it, can't do player damage. Just for that event, or that's that's gonna be the rules for now. I think it's gonna be the rules for now, which I'm cool with. I I think that's pretty cool. Like it's definitely going for the more like superhero vibe of like being the good in a in a world that's like going to shit. It kind of keeps everybody on the same page and sure. kind of eliminates any kind of player-to-player grievance via sure yeah you know fighting each other he was still able to play a character that like to play it off in a way that like he did a really good job i think role-playing for his first time and playing a character who was kind of like aloof to like other people's like plates or whatever like people would be down and he'd be like walk past him and like not give it a second thought (laughs) i'm on next to him just be like weak Until somebody until somebody helped him, then he was like, "Oh, I like you. You helped me." <laughs> so See again, that's better role play motivation than I ever come up with. Yeah, <laughs> like, that I talked to him beforehand was like, you know, you can play a character since 
<clears throat> I'm playing an Ordovician, which is a person from the deep sea, like a sea creature person, as well as like my son is playing a di- my oldest son Parker is playing a different kind of Ordovician than me, who's more of like an octopus, and I'm like an anglerfish, so I'm gonna have like glowing, you know, antenna and stuff like that. So my son's just playing, Brighton's just playing a normal human, and so he doesn't like technically have any family in the game. So I was like, you know, play off of that. You know, your parents were killed. You've been surviving in the waste by yourself and making your own way, you know, kind of like Billy the Kid would mm-hmm. and making a name for yourself and getting rich off of it to set any other. So I thought that like he did that pretty well. Cool. And then I played an Ordovician, but I wore this like diving helmet, which is pretty cool. I thought it was cool. It's not finished. That's, like, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, it was like my biggest disappointment. Like I have all these plans for it and sketches with like all these designs to like add to it. And um, it's going to have like a white and gold color theme to it, you know, with like battle damage or whatever, because <laughs> it's the wasteland and nothing's new. Well, the whole idea that I'm kind of going with is that, you know, he got this from a, it's going to have like C lab, blah, 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 like on the side of it from this research facility that like I'm hoping <laughs> plot wise like maybe I'll figure out what happened like it's some mm-hmm. character like what happened deep in the sea um, with with the weird and stuff like that so that's sort of where I started to go with my character like to sort of build that in and I played a shaman who used a guitar <laughs> to wield his magic which was it was pretty awesome, like honestly, like, and I had um Josh who uh, Yoder. It was awesome to play with, you know, him. We were both shamans, and we were both kind of like playing off of each other. Even though he, like, we both came from the same place, like in the game, we were both beachcombers, uh, just like mm-hmm. a surf. You know, we already talked about it, kind of, I guess, but it's like a surf town or whatever in the wastes, like a paradise lost kind of surf town. So we both kind of like played that vibe, and he played. Uh, a Sawin. so he had like a little bit of like a creep like doom and gloom kind of like edge to his character and he worshipped the thing that he called like the creep and then my character just kind of like worshipped like music and stuff like that so like we would have all these awesome moments where we would like jam out and he would like make up lyrics and I would play guitar and we had this cool ability where we could uh it's called bend reality and we create this like area where it lessens the cost of everyone's like skills to and because like both of us are doing it it like doubles the effect so it lessened everybody's abilities to like one (laughs) like effort to like do so like everybody loved us (laughs) Like, (laughs) like towards the end of the game like uh everybody was like do the thing and then um they were were actually like (laughs) they joked that i was a traitor because i went and npc to like help out pete and his staff Mm -hmm. um and uh that i betrayed them because like they needed me on the last spot because they ran out of all their abilities and like our one of our characters like things that we do is like we restore effort use their abilities uh, which is a really cool thing so when somebody kills somebody we can go up to them and like say a prayer or what I would do is I'd just like bust out like a solo over this person's body <laughs> and be like mm-hmm. and then just be like effort <laughs> like steal effort or whatever or consume effort and then like everybody would like laugh because like just like 
crazy thing. <laughs> um, that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then you can then we can like transfer the effort to like other players, and we can boost our each other. Like we can restore each other's effort. So it was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun to play that character, and uh, it was really that character in of itself is like pretty well balanced. I didn't really run into any issues as far as like I felt my my character was too weak or. I was too mm-hmm. strong. Like I felt like the character was like just right. Did you do much like combat at all? Like got, weapons or anything? I was the first person. I'm gonna get a medal, <laughs> a, a little trophy, because I was the first person to die. <laughs> because I decided that like uh, I could totally be run into combat, and uh, <laughs> somebody I was playing, um, and you know wearing the like the red hand ba- headband. Uh, non-combat. Yeah, non combat. Because, like, I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to get too much into the combat and accidentally hit somebody with a guitar hit, like, the head of the guitar. And I couldn't really, like, get, you know, I didn't want to, like, swing a sword and, like, be swinging my, like, in my guitar around or whatever. Yeah. So I basically just stuck the packets or whatever, and people, like, you know, kind of sucked, but people would point and click at me and be like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And eventually, like, people actually, like, ignored it and just, like, tried to hit me, which I think I was, like, I was fine with at the end because I was worried a little bit. Um, in the beginning of the game, but as like time went on, it wasn't that bad, and people were were mindful of where I was, and I was loud enough that people like heard me coming <laughs> with my guitar. So, <laughs> yeah, I was the first person to get killed, and that was the only thing with my character. But that was yeah, that's on me. It wasn't on like the rules because I wanted to use a guitar, so like I don't have a free hand to use a weapon, so I can't constantly do damage. Mm-hmm. If somebody runs at me and tries to like hit me. Um, and we talked about this as far as like my character, or whatever. Like my character would run away, and that just kind of worked <laughs> in itself into the rules aspect of the game because like I couldn't attack people, so like I literally had to run away. Like every time somebody would like come up to me and start like trying to hit me, I had to just be like ah and just like run away because <laughs> like there's nothing like I I relied on basically like two skills that were basically like foil skills. One was uh, ink blot, and I could blind some. Mm. and they take two damage and that was my like getting the fuck out of here <laughs> like sure like a zoidberg attack yeah my zoidberg attack like <laughs> ink blot and then like uh the other skill was like i would i would slow the person down which was like that was probably my favorite because slowing them down and then just being like na 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 like just like slowly backing up as I'm playing guitar while everyone just beats them to death and I'm just like ha ha <laughs> you know like was like pretty awesome that was probably like my favorite thing so and I had like a spell like mm. that I would do like I would play like a couple chords to like signify signify like me casting a spell and then I could like shoot the spell like it cost effort but I felt like that was balanced like because as a spell, it goes through shields and everything else. So it was pretty balanced, especially considering my character can. I don't think we're the only character that can throw spells, but we're the only character in game that can recoup effort like to ourselves. Like I don't have to share the effort that I recoup. I just do it because like it makes me better team wise. Like mm-hmm. and the one of the coolest aspects of the game that I liked was how each person's like skills like worked with other classes skills especially like shaman like works well with like almost like every class in the game because we're restoring effort and then in conjunction 
like the skills that other players have can be used for us or for themselves. So we're like we're we're as important if maybe not I wouldn't say we're more important than healers because like healing is like really uh, but we're like on par. Like we're neck and neck like because like sure a healer can't do much if they don't have the resource to use it or whatever. And yeah, and even damage wise like we can like weaken like there's a character in, mm. in the game who can like give everybody like elemental damage that they can do with their weapon for a short amount of time and like our character can make other like the enemies like weak to that source and take uh, from cool. it wow. so like we just were like all right ice everything like everything is like weak to ice like so like that was the thing the person would like send out all the like boosts to like make everybody like swing ice and then we would just like hit them with like the packets to make them like you know weak to ice and they would take double and we just were doing really good with that yeah there was a lot of like crossover skills that like really helped each other and the only class that didn't really there were two classes that didn't really do that but like they were so good at what they did it benefited everybody else and that was like the occultist and the scout class were like heavy dps mm. Or like s like sneaking around and stabbing or whatever, but because those classes were like, when the NPCs would come out, they'd be like, oh, like they'd get hit with like massive damage or like get stabbed in the back, like you know it takes it distracts them and then allows the people everybody else to kind of do the things that they needed to do while these other classes are kind of like creating ruckus and control hmm. the battlefield or whatever. Um, it was really cool to see, and I think that everybody else you know, felt that way too, especially like, you know, in the downtime when we weren't fighting things, we were discussing strategies and, and talking about each other's skills and really trying to find out like, how could we like, cause we started to see like, Hey, if I do this and you do that, then that means this. And then we could do this. And mm. Like, you know, it just, it was just like domino effect of like everybody kind of like, you know, bolstering each other and um, using each other's skills. Like, in conjunction with each other that like was really cool aspect of the game did they find a someone to play martial artist i'm not sure i think somebody did i know that we tested martial artist as like a little bit as like npcs Mm. Mm. i think there was another person who played a martial artist i don't think they like i don't think they filled out the those before event survey yeah but when they came to the game, they were playing a martial arts. I don't think I could do two LARPs. The one, dude, like, well, having to run a game <laughs> is basically like being a part of, like, two LARPs already. Because um, <laughs> it's, like, all your time it's team. And then, like, you know, at like, you have to do the event and then all the work in between and all the meetings and stuff like that. But the one thing I do like about this game is that it's going to be four times a year. So. All right. I think that that's like a really good, a really good thing. Um, especially like I've heard, like, you know, we, uh, interviewed Chris and Christina about dragon thrones and they run, I think like one to two games a year. And I think that works like, I think it works really well. I think it's smart, um, with how saturated the LARP scene kind of like is right now. Um, and it allows people the opportunity to play all the games that they want to without feeling like they have to pick and choose. Mm. And as you know, that I don't want to say that it's a thing cause it's not a, not a thing right now, but like, 
Um, it's not even on the table, so maybe I just shouldn't say. I mean, I would I would love if if uh, Frontier Dawn maybe had a little less events during the year. Don't you um, say that? Don't you? How dare you? Um, I just think that like it would give us more time to create like the more elaborate mm. things that we like to do uh, while allowing our staff not to get like as burnout as sometimes as that happens, you know, that that's, it's always sure, yeah. to manage your time. Um, and you, you can never, in my opinion, you never have enough. Maybe you can have too many staff members, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you can like if everybody's working together in conjunction. And I think that like more staff is mm-hmm. better, you know, you're all working towards, especially if you're all working towards like one p- specific goal or whatever. Right. Yeah, and I think that is an advantage or uh, one of the best things about Frontier Dawn is a pretty sizable staff given the size of the game itself, you know? Yeah. Like it's almost like a one to five or something ratio and talented and dedicated staff as well. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing is like it's not it's not a huge staff and we're as as we're growing as a game and, and people want to do, you know, like Pete is running. Pete's part of staff at frontier dawn but he's like Mm -hmm. you know he's just started this project and i think it's you know i think it's smart for him with like his staff which is he's the only one from frontier dawn that's full-time staff like at that game but i think it's like it's smart that like he's not running like a ton of events because he'd burn himself out yeah and our events are kind of staggered in a way anyway where certain staff members take a lead on different events um, mm. like this which is kind of crazy like it just happened the way it happened like he was like him and myself were the were the kind of the leads for like the orc plot for this this past event at frontier dawn but the next one like mm-hmm. you know that'll be that'll be pat and tiff who are like heading that up and you know it's something it's not what we originally started to do but like it wasn't our original intention, but when me and Josh kind of like did the dinosaur month and we kind of like headed that up, like just not that like the rest of staff didn't do anything. We were just the biggest f- fucking nerds about it. <laughs> Cause mm-hmm. We love dinosaurs and giant monsters. Uh-huh. So like we were just the ones who were just like working on it the most and what and had all these right. ideas like already. And people were like, yeah, go for it. Go for it. You know, because they wanted us to bring like you know something we loved, and um, you know that's a, I mean that's just another great aspect of our staff too is you know we encourage each other to do the things that we love and encourage each other and the ideas that we come up with, so you know it helps the game and mm-hmm. helps each other stay positive about the games and working on it. I don't know what I'm saying. That's beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> I said, I think it was to Jake. I was like, did uh, did Pete like try to get all his stories out of the way so he could focus on weird like? Because uh, no, it was. He's like, got plenty. Like more said, to, he's got mind. plenty more to tell. Like, uh, sure, and, yeah. you know, it was mostly a joke, yeah. but it crossed my mind. Um, yeah. Not this next event, but the one afterwards is very much like me and Pete again. We work together a lot. <laughs> we work well together, so <laughs> and we, we vibe off each other well. 
and we have similar interests so that helps too yeah like you know when the orcs were were pete's idea and when he first kind of like came up with the idea to have them be you know aztec and mayan inspired i was like sign me the fuck up (laughs) from that moment forward you know anytime that he was like working on it that he was like oh man like i'm trying to figure out this thing and like he would he would come to me or ask or like you know i'd make suggestions as we go and then i just started working on it more and more with him uh to help him out and i just yeah from there it just kind of like happened do you know what's kind of on deck or next or weird they talk about sort of follow-up or future plans i mean they've been given updates and you know you can go to the weird larp uh facebook page and check out uh what's going on yeah he posted an update i think either today or yesterday about you know them going over the rules and finalizing like the rule book and that they don't feel like they need to change too much they like where the power levels are at which is cool because that means that the characters will still feel very powerful um to play as which is something i really liked about the game as a person who who does rules it's not like how it would make a rule system but it definitely feels awesome when you're playing in a game like that where you're like you're a fucking super badass <laughs> and powerful character sure it uh, really feels awesome and and it's not like the npcs are chumps or anything like that um and they're definitely made on a different scale um they're not as like evenly aligned as uh frontier dawn is you know where frontier dawn it's like the health is doesn't match but it's pretty close and the damage is pretty close you know sure whereas like in this game from what i saw and i didn't see much from behind the scenes but it seemed like the npcs have like a lot more health you know they're more like kind of like and this was something that they had said like you know they're going for that borderlands like rpg kind of feel where the characters the npcs are like not necessarily like heavy bullet sponges but uh, bullet sponges a little bit <laughs> they got big health pools sure. like not as much damage or whatever and um it works into the aspect of the teamwork in the game and using skills like in conjunction with other players because the health pool of the enemies is like such greater, even though they're not doing a ton of damage, they can be like a real nuisance and take, you know, other players down pretty quickly because, you know, they have a bigger health pool than like a character does. So that requires everybody to kind of like work together to stop them, which is, which is cool. It just, you know, it, that's another aspect of the game feeding into the idea of like using your skills and matching them up together and teamwork. And, you know, it's one of the things I really like about the game. Cool. Yeah. I'm definitely, um, interested to see more. Um, I think I'll be able to hopefully make it out to an event or two at some point, probably not any of the testing, but, uh, maybe sometime next year, or year after they keep running. <laughs> and, uh, we'll probably want to have them on at some point, you know, maybe after their first official game or something or after their, you know, during one of their breaks or something. Yeah. Uh, see how things are going. So, yeah, it was, uh, where was it exactly? It was. Well, this might not be exactly where they're going to uh, play. Yeah, though. this was, it was in Delaware, uh, probably like 20 minutes outside of Philly, which I kind of think that's the okay. area they're trying for, you know, New Jersey or Delaware, mm-hmm. kind of locale. 
centered around Philly so that, you know, staff wise, their staff is like, you know, that's the best for the staff to meet around. Uh, they all like, I think, you know, live in Philadelphia or around the surrounding area in Delaware and New Jersey with I think one staff member living up in Pennsylvania. So it's, that's always hard when you have staff, like everybody lives like different places and you're trying to work out like, Oh, where are we going to have the game? <laughs> you know? As well sure. as the difficulty of just finding a location, <laughs> which isn't easy. Yeah. There's a lot about running a LARP. I'm sure I don't even comprehend or would think of till I would get into it. But. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, we definitely wish him the best. Um, I'm glad it sounds like everybody had a really good time and, all their hard work kind of paid off. Uh, we talked a little bit about this on the uh, when we had them on, but it was, I remember seeing stuff a while back and then it was kind of quiet for a really long time and then it was all of a sudden like, we're doing this. So it's really cool that they got to try it out. And on Pete's birthday, no less, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like happy birthday to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess we know what we're doing for our birthday. <laughs> you run an alarm. <laughs> run an alarm. <laughs> Start writing it. Gotta up the ante. <laughs> what we got like three months? Yeah. Oh god, we got it. We got this. <laughs> cool, yeah. We uh glad to be back LARPing and looking forward to seeing some of these storylines continue and these games being run. Yeah, definitely. I think we um have a few shows in the works. Uh we want to bring on some people we had on before and kind of catch up with them. Um after they've had a, a season or half a season to run a game and more LARPs out there that we want to talk to and hear about. Um, and we just have lots of stories from all these people we already know, let alone people we haven't even met yet. <laughs> right. Always, always looking to meet that next new person. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. Just today I had someone on our Facebook page talking to us that seemed like would be a good person to reach out to. So sweet. I know like the weird event was like the first, time in a while that i uh larped so that was uh it was fun to get back into it from a player perspective and have that experience yeah a lot of staff actually right pretty much enough their whole staff but almost all of them were there right yeah almost like all of the uh frontier dawn staff was there playing as characters besides um pete and valerie who were staff right so I know you had to get ready, but uh, it's probably a little bit of a break, right? It was a breath of fresh air. Less, less pressure, um, yeah. As far as, you know, working on, you know, a character from a stance of, like, looking... It's sort of weird to say, like, looking forward to playing a character, like, in a game. Sure, constant character you can progress yeah. or whatever, right? And and the kind of, like, the idea of the unknown. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, you know, in the game. Oh, like, sure. that's cool. That's fun to have the experience again. And, you know, I really like my friends <laughs> who are staff, and I trust them to make good stuff, you know, because I've worked with them or, you know, heard their ideas, like, because I've, you know, worked a little bit with the weird staff. I didn't want to know too Like, I don't know any major plot at all or even what they're planning for the upcoming year. I just kind of know, like, the backgrounds of kind of like how they came up with some of the the lore and stuff like that in the game but Mm -hmm. you know i'm really anticipating like the stories that they're going to tell in the setting that they've created or whatever like the stories that they want to tell yeah i was interested to see how it turns out too because 
I kind of got the sense it wasn't necessarily at least what I think of when I think post-apocalyptic uh, necessarily, you know, Fallout sort of Mad Max style, that it was kind of either a little more going on to it or it's, you know, not necessarily the preconceived notion. Yeah. Did you say how you died? <laughs> Just said that you <laughs> Tiff Van Camp uh, snuck on, up on me and she was just like, <laughs> she like hit me three times and she was like, I forget what she said. She was like, two days, two days, two days. <laughs> she felt bad because like she definitely got me and there was nowhere I was going. And I was just like, ah! <laughs> I just like died like really dramatically. <laughs> she was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> this guy's dead. One of the things like I built into my character as part of like the things that I want to do is I want to be like a really curious person. So there was a guy like laying on a table who was like supposedly dead. And I was like, Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> and like, I was like, uh, the other thing was like, you know, like I could, maybe I can absorb his essence and like recoup some of my effort. Um, <laughs> so like I ran up with like two other people and everybody else kind of like stayed back. And that was like, I kind of like had this moment where it was just like, my character doesn't know he's going to die, but I know I'm going to die. <laughs> and like, sure enough, like, Good role playing. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, this is not a good situation. Why am I doing this? But yeah, and it was they were kind of testing like in the beginning, which it was like going to be a really brutal system where like when you die, you die. So like mm-hmm. technically, like when I died, like I was like dead, dead. <laughs> like you couldn't like unless you have like a higher ability, like you can't be brought back to life. Which I think like I would totally. If I was making the game, I'd totally consider keeping that as like part of the game, but I probably would do it in a, as uh, maybe not as brutal. Like I'd probably like allow people to have that skill like from the beginning, so that way, like mm. if they could like you know get to them in in time, like at the beginning of the game and hit them rather than being like a late game thing. But that's more like opinion than than anything else. Like I don't know, you know, it's not my game. <laughs> Like, I liked it. Like, I actually liked that it was, like, that hard, you know, that hardcore. Mm-hmm. I think in a LARP, it's just hard to do something like that and have it feel fair, necessarily. Right. Yeah, it can be kind of a divisive style. There's some things anybody might not care or put up with, you know, as far as choices or gameplay. But, you know, there's probably players out there who are like, I'm not playing a game where if i die i'm dead like forever like yeah. you know what i mean Maybe yeah. not, and i think like one of the things was like um you know one of the aspects of you know, we talked about before was like you know the teamwork and all that kind of stuff um if that was like built into like needing to like somehow you could figure out a way where like maybe i don't know a couple people getting together to like bring somebody back who had who had been downed or whatever a cool way to kind of like still make it like hard and rough and tumble um but also like fair and the thing is it's like in a game where you can't like kill other players because like you know your damage is kind of like turned off like friendly fire is off it did it didn't feel like or at least in my mind, I didn't perceive it as like, you know, like when I died, it was like situationally, it was like, it was my fault and this, that, and the other. And because like everyone's working together, like 
there's probably ways like at that time we hadn't figured out like how to like work really well as a team because we were kind of just like trying to remember each other's skills uh, as we were playing like our own skills, not everybody like else's or whatever. But as we started to see like what other people were doing and how that might work with what we're doing, you know, I don't even think that like detrimentally like that it would be like too bad. I just think that like, you know, probably in the beginning of the game, I probably wouldn't just be more cautious or whatever since. Yeah. Like, I guess like when you were downed, you were downed, like you couldn't be brought back. So like, I was going to say like maybe not killing blow in the beginning of the game, but that didn't really make a difference. Uh, like you reach zero and you're down or yeah, we're dead. It was brutal. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Thanks for sharing about the the Alpha Joe. I'm glad to hear it went well, and uh, you had yeah. a good time, and your boys enjoyed it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're definitely looking forward. I saw they just posted the event for. Uh, oh yeah. Next Frontier Dawn event. So if you're if you're in the uh, Pennsylvania, Delaware, or New Jersey area, check us out, and uh, be sure to listen to all the awesome nerdy podcasts that are part of Next Level Nerd podcast network we're of course the LARP podcast 321 we got gaming with the nerd herd gaming podcast uh, hopefully doing some new stuff soon talking about some cool games out there sugar frosted cereal if you're in the west world or hands maiden tail stay tuned to that and uh, the next level nerd movie podcast covering uh, great movies like total recall and super all kind of fun stuff coming out of there with a uh, Halloween series coming out as of this recording pretty soon, I believe. The next month or so with Halloween, they're going to cover some Halloween-related movies, so check it out. Thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at Weird or yeah. or some other awesome LARP out there. Lay off. Keep it weird. They've been posting a couple updates. And players have been getting involved and posting um, stuff in anticipa- anticipation. <laughs> anticipation. I can't drink a dog thing. <laughs> you tell I can't right. talk because I've been cursing more. Um, <laughs> oh, really? I just noticed the one. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> this, this episode is rated mature. <laughs> uh, Most of them are, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Everyone that Joe's a part of. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just safer that way. <laughs> safer that way.